Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brokers and Booze, episode 52. My name is Bill Yates with Sands Realty. I'm Chris Ford with Eagle Realty. Nick Sowers with Beach Connection Realty. And today we have the pleasure of... Well, hold on one sec. If you're watching us, you probably notice a little difference in our setup right now. Okay, so maybe you can hear us a little bit better. Hopefully you can hear us. We're all mic'd up. Oh, crap. This ain't our first one we did this. No. The last no. couple episodes. Yeah, yeah we have. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, we are improving our sound Nick, quality. Nick is just joining us. Too much this tequila awesome. today. <laughs> oh, so. it's a tequila, Bill. <laughs> what are we drinking today? Some Avion? Avion tequila? And, and why are we drinking and it's glasses? Oh, yeah. Well, so a little bit today. The, so explain the glasses. Today, well, we've got an Añejo, which is actually a little bit... Aged, aged over, over a year. It's right? about a year or so, a yeah. year to three, and then you get in that extra añejo. But um, speaking of the glasses, these glasses allow the tequila to actually aerate a little bit, um, thus bringing out the flavor and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I just ordered these, and actually we've been drinking and try these out at Nick's just to kind of see what it's all about. We decided to bring them on the we, episode. We have we, not. <laughs> <laughs> Chris has been we absentee. Have <laughs> we have not. So but anyhow, the, it's it's phenomenal, and honestly, I've sipped bourbon. I mean, actually, what I meant to say is, I've sipped my tequila, and this is the actual brings out a bourbon flavor for these well, aged tequilas. Well, it allows you to catch the smell, yeah, because it's a bigger, so you can stick your nose in it's it. Right, compared to a shot glass that we used in the past for tequila, yeah. And then it also, um, it's modeled after what um, Mexicans used for mezcal. They use these little pots that were about this size, like little clay pots, and that's where they came up with the idea. And swirl them and sip them. Yeah, so. for, for all the listeners, it still smells like tequila. <laughs> with the um, hint I of you it's with the hint vanilla. It tastes like it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I actually like, ordered these from Historically Modern Designs. Nice. And then we'll shout out Historically Modern <laughs> Designs. If you Hashtag. have anything for bourbon or wine, send those. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. We will feature it on a future episode. It just smells like tequila. Guys. So, guys, let's um, let's cheers. Chris, you might want to shoot that, not sip it. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely sipping it. I'll taste it. I'll taste it. I'm reluctantly. I don't know why you guys keep doing tequila on the show. So, being the first sip, yeah, actually has a little bit of a bite on the front. Yeah, a little bit. But then. <laughs> And then it goes into like an almond vanilla almost. Yeah, it's delicious. That's not the word I was going to use to describe it. I feel feel like I just took a sip of bourbon. No. Yes. You can't get past the front palate. I know. You can't get past the front agave to get to any kind of bourbon. Let me tell you what. Maybe you've got COVID. (laughs) Nope. Still tastes like tequila. (laughs) It's all in the head. So for our listeners out there, may recognize this um, tequila name from a very popular TV show. Mm. Entourage. Entourage. For those that have watched it, this um, has kind of a unique backstory to it. One of the parts of it was that, number one, they didn't pay to have it placed on the show. Okay. And the reason why is, and I always heard that, but I didn't hear the full backstory. So the guy, Kenny, who helped launch Avion Tequila in the U.S., grew up with the show's creator of Entourage. Doug Elliott. Isn't it about Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, but one of the creators okay. behind it, too, was a guy, Doug Elliott. And so what happened was it says the three of them were actually at Nantucket, and Kenny was pitching doing the um, pitching doing a tequila brand to Ellen as a, or starting it to Doug, and he, um, he heard it and thought it would be a great storyline for Turtle. 
in the show. Turtle, maybe yeah. one of my favorite characters on the show. Yeah. So <laughs> they um. So what happened was is that's how they got placed in the show, and it became a storyline about Turtle investing in it. And then, if I remember correctly, he brought Mark Cuban in to invest in yeah, it. Yeah, he was always a hustler. And then it blew up, and Turtle ended up making more money than some of the other show stars did on the show. In the storyline of the show. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so hmm. it basically got its American launch because of a TV show on HBO. It's and now it's in every bar that I see. So, yeah. congratulations. What kind of retail does it go for when you pick this up? Um, if I remember, it was in the 50s. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and that, and the, probably the Blanco is probably a little cheaper. It's probably just high 40s mm-hmm. for the Blanco. Yeah, I've always been a Don Julio fan myself, but um, many of my friends... That's their go-to is Avion. Really? Mm-hmm. So I I enjoy it. It's got a little bit of a bite. Yeah, I do. I enjoy it. It's But it's smooth. I like, I like the Anejo way better than the Blanco oh, yeah. for Avion. That's where we go from sipping where Blanco's more of a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> or a mixer. Throw it into a margarita. Blanco, yeah. Yeah. So this is... Hmm. Hey, and then what's the next step up from this? Dude? What you got? Was Extra Anejo. Neg- oh, Extra Anejo. What about usually- the Negro? Um, Reposado is in between. Yeah. I thought there was a dark one that y'all were... Oh. No, we were just talking about a certain type of extra anejo mm. is what you were talking about. A different brand. Chris. And then there's a mezcal. Mezcal, which has a smoothie. I know it's your favorite. No, no. <laughs> no so, I mean, you. I'll tell you what, this, it's it's got some bite, which I like, because then you know it's tequila. Because mm. um, if not, Chris would think it's a bourbon. Yeah. I can't get over these glasses. I mean, it changes the taste of the tequila. I mean, I sit here and... Swirl it like wine. Watch the <laughs> legs drop. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Hmm. I'll tell you what, it's delicious. I'll, I would. I actually. I've. We've kind of converted that. If we're drinking any type of darker tequila, we pretty much only drink out of these now. Yeah. Hmm. No more shooting. It's a staple. Yeah. Going to sippers, true sippers. Yeah, we we've Americanized our tequila experience or no mexicanized, no, mexicanized yeah. experience. <laughs> slow down enjoy it take take the time to sip so, it out hey and we're actually researching brokers and booze fans may be excited about this in the future if we pull it off actually going to mexico and pulling off the they have the tequila seven day tequila tours where you nick has researched the different this ranches you tour the different tequila places where they distill it each day you go to different ones from the big ones like cuervo to the smaller ones like this. Now, also something else, this is a small batch Highlands agave. So around Guadalajara, they have the Highlands, where they, they grow the agave up there, and it's a temperature change, a moisture change from down in the valley. Mm-hmm. Most of your big tequilas are valley tequilas, Cuervo, you know. Yeah, it takes so it takes about an extra year to actually mature the agave plants in the Highlands versus mm-hmm. the valley. And uh, that's why most Highlands tequila runs a little more expensive right. than the valley tequila so given our given our you know listeners of really top notch knowledge absolutely and if you have any questions just throw them in uh, the chat or uh, send us a comment yeah we'll, and we'll be you, happy to and if you know uh, more about this stuff than us please provide us the information because we never trying. stop learning yeah and that's one of the things because a lot of people they've they've been to kentucky they've done the bourbon runs which i would prefer us yeah <laughs> before the mexico runs. we're gonna we're, we're gonna kidnap chris from kentucky drag him down to mexico and <laughs> yeah see if we can stay sober might do that can, one via zoom see if he <laughs> y'all can like carry me around he can drink tequila <laughs> for like See if he can drink tequila every day for like six or seven days. We tried in the mountains. Probably it was only one not day. Not happen. It might taste better down there. 
Because they might have different ones and you get to try something unique and finally you're like, oh my gosh, I finally found the tequila I like. I mean, like, I wonder if they, if, do they make one without agave? No. no. It had to be tequila has to be made for Gotcha. Me. Then I will not find one I like. That's, it's also, ca- that's, well, <laughs> it's also the healthiest flavor. <laughs> like Chris, that's kind of like me with gin. I absolutely hate it, the smell, the taste. Yeah. But um, twelve thirty three made one that, that doesn't have so much of the pine needle flavor. Yeah, yeah. Not, a not much juniper in it. Juniper. I, mean, I, I wasn't really a bourbon or a whiskey fan until I started, you know, doing this with you guys, mm-hmm. and I've mm-hmm. kind of started to develop a taste. And for I, it. it's yeah. funny because you're right. I think as you as you just try different things and your palate expands, and yeah. as you're um, even as you get older, your, your taste buds do change yeah. and that kind of thing. Uh, but with tequila, as many years as I've tried different ones, and even with your, I just never found one that like. It's was an acquired taste. Appealing. We're not some take, up yeah. Some, <laughs> we're not giving some up take longer than the others. We'll keep trying tequila on the on future burgers and bruises yeah. just to keep trying to get Chris there. Mm. Mm. I've got faith. I don't know about that. Or maybe we just need to get him like a little more drunk one night and then have him drink a whole bunch of it. Nah. <laughs> I don't think that's no, correct. No, 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 no. You want to wake no, up with a pleasure That is no way, listener, how to ever get used to any kind of liqueur. <laughs> do not get drunk. We do not condone that. Anyway, moving on, but we have a, a special little thing that we have not done yet in all 50-plus episodes that we've done. Um, we are doing a code word yeah. with a giveaway. And do we know what we're giving away? Well, one of the giveaways is going to be an opportunity to drink with the brokers and booze. So that just means like locally, like come out and drink with us. Yeah. Like or if you're yeah. out of town and we kind of you get chosen, you, we might bring you in. Okay. Are they be might be drag on, you to Mexico? We might, maybe if they want to, if they just want to hang out and drink with us, they can. Right. Do that I too. really this would be interesting. Is that a privilege? If, yeah. I was going to say <laughs> with, with it, maybe talking a little too high of ourselves. You're out of town. You just want to come and hang out for happy hour. No, I'm We're not a bad time. No, no. Fun. I'm saying we might bring it. We might pay for them to fly in. Yeah, and stay with stay. We we'll put them up in a maybe not with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna stay with us. We we'll pay you to we've fly. Got, in. Kind of, we've we'll got sixty you. miles of resorts we manage. Yeah, so. so we'll put you up in a resort, and you know, if you're out of town, if you're a local, then you just come over mm-hmm. and join us one day. Well, well, this became a bigger prize than I thought it was going to be. So pay attention to this code word that you might want to. Um, <laughs> little staycation, even if you're local. Yeah, and what's? Oh yeah, we'll make it. That's yeah, a great idea. Um, so is it the? Is it? Uh, Anybody who comments and or DMs us or what uh, email, it doesn't matter how, how you get the code word to us and then we're going to do a drawing of those people? Yeah. Okay. Or right. unless, unless, you, unless you are somebody like that just, here, actually, I got a great idea. We'll do a drawing unless you can convince us in the commenting on why we should choose you. Oh, there we go. And if it's if it's good enough, we'll choose that person. And the commenting, so they can can they submit video? Yes, they can submit audio. They can submit content. And it's got to have the code word in it. All right. How do they know what the code word is? So this may have just got a little less fair as far as just a drawing like random chance. Now you actually have to convince us. Maybe we have multiple winners. Maybe we have multiple. Well, I thought we were going to do this more often now. I thought we were yeah. trying to get oh. audience participation yes, over we're time. To get all this, yeah. okay. And nothing better than having an audience member that may right. be comfortable have, trying to drink with us. So full disclosure, the prize may vary, <laughs> even though <laughs> they just laid out like a vacation to Myrtle Beach. Um, prizes could vary. Could be a sticker. We don't know. Um, could be a sticker. So <laughs> Zero comments. <laughs> Everybody that actually uses a code word will get something. Oh, good. Goodness. Okay. Yeah. Worthwhile. <laughs> okay. Not just stickers. Okay. We, wow. Okay. 
bankrolling uh, bank this. Okay, yes. so uh, the code word is, so drum roll, we just led you up to what we're going to be trying to do over time. The code word is SCARF. Because Chris S-C-A-R-F. always wears one. S-C-A-R-F. I do love scarf. Actually, yeah, I do love scarves. <laughs> um, I, I, it's, and I like scarf weather. Like, I prefer winter. So this is actually kind of fun. Actually got a little warm today, but not bad. Under 50. So cool. Um, so scarf. 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 We're at the 12 minute. Yep. You scarf. get more, and you get more credit if you're wear, you do a video and you're wearing a scarf when Ooh. you do the video. That's or maybe how don't. creative you can wear one. <laughs> wow. Or maybe we're that's giving away all maybe kinds of you're wearing <laughs> and an apron. It's just a scarf. <laughs> All right, so our transition from tequila to scarf to now our real estate topic. Uh, finally, we uh, I know Nick was doing some research, and um, mm-hmm. and we wanted to talk a little bit about, because we've had some recent changes, uh, continuing education, um, education in general for the real estate industry and profession. Um, how do you guys feel about our current, and it's in a very state-to-state, so just the general, like your general LLR, your licensing um, requirements, and then there's some above and beyond that we could talk about. But how do you guys feel about just getting like your license, like the education required to get your license, and then maintain your license, which we call continuing education? Mm. You guys okay with how South Carolina does it? Too little, too much? So, so what is it here? Is it 50 or 60 hours, or 30 and 60? Yeah, yes, it's nine, wa- it's 90 total. Ago. 90 yeah, hours. It's 90 total to get yeah. to get license, and then uh, they just actually what was it last year, or the year before? Went from eight hours to ten hours. To ten hours, yeah. Um, and then which just is every this, two years. Just in 2021, in fact, uh, in February, they initiated an additional three hours every year for professional standards. No, that well, that's not. That is our local association. That's it? the CCAR, yeah, not, our state, not our state level. That's, that's correct. That's our local level. And you know, and that we've just got. Came out. We just achieved 4,500 members into our local CCAR. Okay. Last month was 106 or 126 new members, so yeah. it, it's rapidly growing. Yeah. Um, obviously, when the market's good, you see that number rise. And yeah. Literally, talk to a waiter. And vice versa. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, you know, Wolf, you know when the market's up. When Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> quit my job right now. <laughs> exactly. It was. It, it has been. It has been. Um, you know, such a good market, and so we do see. You know, those numbers rise and fall. But ma- maintain education. I've always felt. Now the. The barrier to entry, I think, is is okay. It's comparable that that ninety hours to get in that kind of stuff. Now, I've always felt like the continuing ed because ten hours is every two years. So I mean, you can yeah. do it. Um, how, uh, compared to other professions that I know of, it seems a little low. Yeah, so, honestly, it looks like a sixty percent hike. You know, mm-hmm. ten hours every two years. Now it's three hours every year. That's six hours. Yeah, with the local. Ten. You're right. I'm sorry. I always meant state level. Oh, yeah, but yeah. yeah. I'll I'll put this out there. And some people may not like it a lot, but they have made it actually through in COVID for some of this and all. But they actually, have, I truly believe, have made our continuing ed like too easy to put on autopilot. And when I say that, it's like, oh, you log into a Zoom training or something. You can do a whole bunch of other stuff while you're on that training thing. Freeze you're frame, go, to, go do laundry yeah. and go feed. Yeah, you can do a whole <laughs> bunch of other stuff. I truly feel like it's kind of... I almost wonder why we have it Hmm. Um, because there's so many people and then the online options and taking the classes that way and you can kind of skip through you. It's not as serious as I thought it would be, if that makes sense. Right. As their intention is. I think their intention is it's serious. It helps grow our industry, improve it. I think a lot of people have hacked their way around it. True. And I, and, and to be honest over, you know, the, the 18 plus years, 
I've seen it. I mean, and class can get that way too, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as far as like being on your phone, being on, I mean, I've taken my laptop to class, to in-person class before, you know, yeah. everything went real virtual this past year. Uh, and I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I think, like you said, the intention is correct. Yeah. I think there's states, we know there's states that have a lot more strict, oh, yeah. um, uh, policies as far as our continuing ed and in a and NAR and our local associations I think are starting when they started um, adding some ethical requirements um, with the biennial, biannual um, 1.5 hours or whatever ethical class like they're starting to pepper in some extra education as well that is required um, but is is it needed like do we need the continuing ed from a agent working standpoint or are we just trying to keep our industry like you said with a less number of agents to make it seem harder to maintain your license there's two sides to that number one i'm a big fan of raising the education requirements and raising the cost to be an agent in reducing the number of agents Mm -hmm. and having more professional fewer number of agents i'm a huge proponent of that but i think the other side to it is we a lot of times real estate professionals like to call themselves in the professional network which is Lawyers, CPAs, bankers, that that level of now granted we have probably the lowest education requirements out of all of those that I just mentioned. Right, that's what I was saying earlier. So if we want to continue to see our our profession grow and continue to move in that way, I think we have to up our education. I know continuing education for attorneys is way more serious and way more intense. I think Honestly, even for insurance, it's insurance about 30 hours. It's, no, it's oh. it's like 20 hours. 20 hours? Yeah, okay. it's like insurance is a whole lot more than I know in Michigan, it's agents. closer to 30. Yeah, so I think as an industry, we have to move towards more education. We have to move towards making it, for lack of a better way, harder to get a real estate license. All right, so you want, you want harder... Both ways. Entry and both, yes. uh, continuing it. Yes. Okay, because I think it was two different... I think there are two different yeah. things, but I would advocate for both to become much more difficult. And I think it's a good refresher, because everyone kind of gets in their old bad habits, and, and every time you hear stories of people landing in lawsuits or, or even losing their license, it's just a wake-up call. Hey, you know, let's, let's start doing things the right way, or, you know, mm-hmm. let, let's not start cutting corners. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah and, I'm in agreement. And I think, and honestly... This is something I probably fail at. You guys may as well. I think we as brokers should hold our agents to a higher standard Absolutely. than even the state or our local association does. Because that's where it starts, um, honestly. And I yeah. think that's why, well, brokers are held. I have to take different hours than Well, no, than I was talking more agent. line that we're asking our We provide and force our agents to do even more training above and beyond what's required. Mm-hmm. I think we as brokers should move towards that. Now... I'm speaking to the choir because I don't do that right now. Right. So. <laughs> well, I've got a new agent. I, I Well, we put her through the Excel program, yeah. which is kind of like the fast track, hit the ground running. It teaches you, I, getting your license teaches you how to stay out of court, I guess. <laughs> Taking that Excel class is teaching you how to sell real estate. Yeah. And then you got to know the market. So it's a, a trifecta. I think that's, and there's a balance there because, you know, we have a, we, you have elective and you have core uh, when it comes to continuing ed. Uh, mm-hmm. Not get, I'll move past because I'm not sure if I'm going to agree. I, I'm, I, I'm okay with, with our getting licensed education requirements, especially since they combine the 90 total instead of doing that year where you had another year to do yeah. the 30 and that kind of stuff. So I'm probably more uh, okay with that. But continuing ed, if, they re- if you really wanted to either increase it 
or like right now it's every two years. Like even if you put ten year, ten hours into one year, that would be a great step forward as well, yes. making it just annual. Then you you're know, basically doubling the you're requirement. Double, yeah, you're doubling the requirement. But you need, but you need to incorporate, like you just said, we need stuff that helps us sell real estate too. Like yeah. you got to allow the state's going to have to allow continuing ed to not just be the legal. same core legal classes yeah. over and over again. And just like I'm basics, big, no, I'm turning lights like, off, locking door. doors. I mean, just being professional about it. Right. Honestly, do 10 years every year, 10 hours every year mm-hmm. and have a core year and elective year. Yeah. You can rotate basically, like that. Basically rotate like that. Cause I sat there and realized we as Barker's in charge basically don't have an elective mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, we only get to hit our like ten hours. They pretty much tell us everything we got to take. Right, with almost. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, guys, you know, and if you're taking the exact, almost the exact same course every two years, that's when you start losing. Or you're going through just ethics every two years or whatever it is. Like, guys, let's start to expand our offering. Well, that's, so let's expand our offering. But that, we got to expand the hours required to yeah. do that. And that's where you know what what you said at the start. That's why people start losing focus and, and not paying attention because it is verbatim sometimes the same class sometimes yes. the same material so if you've already been in it like for some of us for years <laughs> you're just hearing the same thing over you're like yeah we get it and you're going to start to zone out so so yeah create you know creating content that uh, really in those courses that is is kind of fresh new and or has evolved with the industry moving i think would be i think there's fantastic. brokers i think there's teachers and the real estate academies i think there's people in our associations that would be dying to get out there and help participate in this process of adding more electives, adding mm-hmm. more stuff. But the only reason to add it is, you know, to maintain that. If you're going to have demand and the way to have demand is through what our requirements are. Um, so the goal would be to cut out the people that sell maybe a property every three years or yeah. for themselves or their neighbors and, yeah. Well, we know the 820 rule always exists, but my whole thing is is we want to be a professional industry, and we have some of the lowest continuing education of the ones I mentioned already. Mm -hmm. So, Nick, lawyers, the CPAs, the insurance agents, the we have some of the lowest, but we want to put ourselves on that level. Well, guys, let's step it up. Let's get everything. Have you done some research for comparison points? You know, other states what their requirements are. I know Texas is what two hundred hours. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a big before number. you get your license. Now, Chris, you you have a North Carolina license. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the requirements up there? <laughs> uh, there is a little bit more hours on the front 120 um, versus our 90, but uh, I'm probably not the best person to ask because I got my North yeah. Carolina license <laughs> in 04 after I got my South Carolina, and you know, uh, 17 years ago now, they the reciprocity made me not have to go through all the education requirements of North Carolina. I only had to do like one For me, class because I'm a they've broker. Changed, they've changed that. North Carolina's got way yeah. strict now. I'm saying 17 years ago, it was easy. It's not as easy now. For me, I guess I, because I'm already a broker in charge, I have the option to either take a class mm-hmm. and take an exam, or no, I, I think it's just a class, or you take the, the state portion of the exam, mm-hmm. which is 40 questions, mm-hmm. and you got to score, what, 80% or better. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going for the yeah. exam first. We'll take a stab at that. Yeah, I've the laws I, are completely different. Yeah, so. the laws are different, and you, you know the class is good. I, I I've had I've had four agents during COVID switch uh, add their North Carolina license, um, and because they had the time to do it, and they started looking at you know the market and demand and that kind of thing. And yeah, we're so but, close. But it's different. But I always recommended them take the class instead of the test because you need to learn the differences because it is so um, different in South Carolina and North Carolina. Um, I had a I former agent of mine moved down from Maryland, and she was she was blown away and how much different it is whereas some states they have a form for everything 
Mm-hmm. South Carolina, we have a certain freedom. We don't have a form literally for every single situation that comes up. Right. There are state. North Carolina is a little more that way. Maryland is crazy that way, yeah. like crazy that way. And so I understand some of the teaching requirements in these states because what they're doing is they're t- if we have a form for everything, then we're just going to walk you through every form yeah. as part of their teaching. You're still not really yeah, teaching. Right. You're just teaching to pass the test or teaching to learn the form at that point. Well, that, so, that could be a whole podcast episode in yeah, itself is so. our forms, beca- like general addendums that we have the fr- pr- uh, freedom of in South Carolina versus North Carolina where there, is no <laughs> there isn't a general addendum. And it, like I said, form specific, but if there isn't a form, you got to go to the attorney to get something yeah. drawn up that you know how to do in South Carolina it is weird. Yeah. <laughs> And it shows animals. how we all come so used to what our. So in the comments below, tell us your, your, the, the pros, the cons, and maybe you know your own personal. Yeah. For, well, for your for your um, yeah. association, yeah. what, what the requirements you walk are. Into, you know, if you're in a class and you're learning all this, you know, and it's really cold, don't forget to wear your scarf. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, comments. I want to know like educational requirements per state. That'd be yeah. cool. So anybody out our state, people, please let us know. That'd be awesome. All right, so, guys. guys, let's um, cheers, cheers, these cheers. Fancy glasses. Nick, finish up. I like yeah. it. Champion. Yeah. You guys keep lovely. Keep-